This podcast is brought to you by Killing Time Productions. Don't forget to check out the other show on the network, The Ark of Rock, which episode, can't remember which one it is, but of Cream will be coming out this weekend, or be recorded this weekend. Don't forget to check that out, and also don't forget to, li- forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast on all platforms the podcast is available on. It is now time for a Monday night edition of The War Room. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another edition of the War Room, live from Tulsa. Live, <laughs> live from Tulsa. Anyway, with me, <clears throat> as always, are my two fantastic co-hosts. To the left of me, Mr. Trevor Truitt. How you doing tonight, sir? I'm good, man. Fucking rocking and rolling. If I can come into a good jam, start a Monday. It's a solid Monday. It's a good way to start the week. That's good. That's good. Someone that didn't do anything today. Our other co-host. <laughs> Miss Cameron Frizzell, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. We got some crumble cookies. I'm I'm happy. Bastards. Yeah. You Pretty fucking good. Bastards. We <laughs> ordered crumble cookies behind Jared's back after he said no. You know, which I think is like some kind of a mutiny, <laughs> because like, usually what I say goes, you know what I mean? So the fact that I came and y'all were like counting money and be like, <laughs> oh, this is nothing. And then like when it was already, the deliver was already, delivery was already out, you know, I find out the news that, oh, you guys did order cookies <laughs> and I did eat a couple of them. They were quite good. Um, you know, They're that's a free great. plug for a crumble cookie. This one's on us. The next one's on you. Next one's on the next four is on you. The next four is on you. There's so many IOUs for these people that we've been given free (laughs) advertisement on this podcast. It makes me sick to think that we haven't raked in any of that coin. But anyway, I know I wasn't asked how I was doing, but you know, I was walking through the streets of Tulsa today. You know, life's moving very fast. I'm flipping a coin. I'm watching two homeless guys. And I'm just walking down the street flipping a coin, watching two homeless guys fight over a half-smoked cigarette that they found on the ground, which I think is its just hilarious. So that's a common trait of all homeless people, especially that I see in Tulsa. A half-smoked cigarette on the ground or that something left in the wall or on the thing on their break is like that's like high commodity whenever it comes to these homeless people especially they come out Tulsa. there and they're like where the fuck's my cigarette yeah yeah exactly but where like the then you see you see cigarette. two homeless guys over here fucking fighting over it and you know I you know I'm walking through the streets I'm I'm living amongst the people that live in the side of the city <laughs> what the fuck what were you doing today that we obviously don't know about <laughs> no I'm just I'm just saying it's Monday it's t- I mean, you know I work in the city you know what I mean like I'm living it this is it baby life from Tulsa my apartment 
the streets of Tulsa, where the homeless are the everywhere. Yards of Tulsa? They're just everywhere. Hey, come on. I was driving all over the city this today. You know what I mean? Listening to Billy Joel. I felt like I was one with the city. I felt like I was in New York, but it's just Tulsa. Oh you know? But anyway, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the War Room. We kind of did a little uh, sports episode this last weekend. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be a full hour, but my father has a wife who's always... Hey, Tom, why won't you come? I'm about to be, you know, just always making him leave. So, she's you know, going to kick your ass. No, she's not. She'd have to come over here to do that. And ain't going to happen. She ain't going to do that. Come on. And she, if she kicked me with her foot, it would hurt her more than it would hurt me. She's got very fragile feet, I'm pretty sure. I step on them on accident all the time. She's always, like, in near tears. That's just most people whose feet well, I step on. I mean, on. you're fucking kind of a, you know... Good size guy with good size feet. Oh yeah, that's an understatement. I got the feet of a fucking hobbit. JR Tolkien. 14s on most shoes. 14s. Yeah. Some big foot. I would have been a great punter in the 60s. I've been one of the best Polish punters that ever come through the NFL. Polish. But even better than that guy, Lou the Toe Groza, who had half a foot. <laughs> Anyway, he could kick a 66-yard and leave nobody's business. Let you kick time. footballs like piece of shits beat, like, kick their wives. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the way I like to equate it. But anyway, how was, how was y'all's weekend? You know what I mean? Mine was great. I walked amongst the cities of this, the bustling streets of Tulsa. You know, it felt like my life was flashing before me as the streets zoom. There's a car zoom past me on the streets. What? Now you're in the I'm, hearing, like I'm hearing the sounds of Leon Russell and J.J. Kale in the air. I'm feeling the spirit of Tulsa that carries around the Canes Ballroom, one of the oldest venues in the country, I believe. Yeah. It's just like Tulsa. It's like, yeah, you could feel the heartbeat of the city just walking amongst the people. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. You know, there's nothing like walking through the streets of Tulsa. No head, no music, but you can hear it. There's no, no, no headphones in, but you can hear music. Saxophones playing. Yeah. Saxophone was big in Tulsa back in the 40s and 50s. Yeah, but now if you see it, just somebody trying to get some money. Yeah, they deserve it. At least they're doing something. Okay. They're not just sitting there asking you for it. They're playing music, and most of them don't. They're stop. still asking you for it without Mo- asking. They're, no. How this tip jar get here? I don't know. Most of the time, <laughs> people that have instruments didn't aren't homeless. They're just doing it for some side money. It's He's even, probably a dishwasher, some fucking restaurant. Well, you're just that? an elitist. You know that we we have an elitist on the podcast. <laughs> this is a low production podcast. We've got a guy that's looking down on street performers that have talent playing it. What are you really? No, some guy sitting wouldn't. outside of a Walmart, give me money, or some stupid <laughs> kids wanting to sell popcorn for nine dollars a bag for a football team charity fundraiser. I ain't no fucking biggie bank. You think I'm? At least you get something out of it. No, you don't. A ten dollar bag of popcorn. Yeah, you get to at least enjoy the popcorn. Dude, we were at Walmart and these kids. Fucking cook- we're like we'll get to that when we were walking out of walmart you can see they're like the outline people. of their bodies through the sliding glass doors they're like basically damn near their foreheads to the sliding glass doors waiting on people to come out and they're like hey 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 <laughs> this is little hey. boys none of them on drugs they're all just high on fucking pixie sticks and fucking mountain dew i think i don't know what kids do but like there's like little boys like let me tell you something right now <laughs> when you when you go buy girl scout cookies or girl scouts that are selling cookies 
You twenty five dollars has been lifted from your wallet. You didn't even remember asking for anything. That's how yeah. That's how good the customer service is with Girl Scout cookies. They're sweet. They sit behind the table. They're nice. And I'm like, well, yes, I would. Yes, I would. Because I like to talk to kids like they're dogs. But like, you know, Jarvis perked his ears up whenever I said that, which he's with us tonight. But uh, anyway, in the flesh. Um, but boys. That are selling shit. First of all, I think it should be illegal to solicit something that isn't being sold from the store. And also, I want to know, is Walmart getting a cut of the money that you're making selling on the outside? Do you have to pay a fee? Get a permit or something? No. How can you just just table? I'm not going to let nobody... There's this fucking asshole that I think is Christian in Fort Gibson that sells crosses outside of Harps all the time and it pisses me off. He's yeah, like, yeah, I just got out of rehab. You want to buy a crucifix? I'm like, get the fuck oh, out of here. I was talking you know about hope, talking about recovery yeah. hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make yeah, those yeah. poor drug addicts. I was ad- talking former, to him. Make those poor recovering addicts stand outside and bug people to buy crosses that nobody wants. Because nobody, you know why? That's what's wrong with our country. That God isn't in school anymore. We were walking in Harps one day and they were out there and I, he had, he was talking to me as we were walking in. So I was like buying in and talking to him and jared like literally grabbed my arm and goes let's go let's yeah. go yeah i'm this yeah it's like don't entertain those people no i'm just i just say nope loud over and over again nope 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 or i go to a different store <laughs> i just go somewhere else because i think it should be against the law to fucking solicit bullshit outside of a store where i'm clearly going to get something i need i don't want a, i don't <coughs> care i don't want to it's just buy. like the fucking kiosk in the middle of the mall when they're like hey let me, let me see your shoes are dirty oh, go yeah. over here and I'm like, oh, or, the my people, God. or the people with the hair straighteners mm. and they're like let me straighten your hair. Let me show you this. I was at the Tulsa State Fair. And then, oh, this is back in the time machine here. Well, those cocksuckers, they I get d- in your head. Uh, oh, you couldn't maybe me if you wanted to. I took a girl on a date to the Tulsa State Fair one time. And while we were leaving, there was like a bunch of different, like, I guess you call them kiosks or whatever. And this guy who was clearly drunk, this guy was shit-faced. He must have been there since morning. And he's like, hey, boss, come here. Let me shine your shoe boots for you. I was wearing boots. And I was like, ah, nah, man, I'm getting. He's like, it's free. And I was like, all right, fine. And then, you know, he's talking to me yeah, and everything. And then he him. tried to get me to buy $50 yeah. worth yeah, of shoe shining. And I was like, I wear these to work. I'm not going to fucking buy that shit. And then they act like you're a dick because you didn't buy it. Yeah, and he embarrassed me in front of that girl because I didn't buy anything, but I stood there for 18 minutes to get my shoe shined. 18 minutes? It was a long time. It was Why a long time. Why did you need your shoe shined I didn't need them bad. shined. I felt that's where I learned. You have to just tell those people no and treat them like lepers. Get away from me! <laughs> away from me! Girl Scout cookies are the only exception. I like their shit. Yeah, we we buy the fuck out of some Girl Scout cookies. Uh, now listen, I do think that I do think <laughs> they think that days are pretty good. That app where you can just like look for Girl Scout cookies, yeah, I think that needs to be gone away. No, that's a bad idea. We're not going to even say the name of the app on this podcast because I don't want any perverts that might be listening, which are that's a bad statistically idea. speaking, there is a couple of sex offenders listening to us. I'm pretty three. sure, at least three. God, I hope not. God, I hope not. If you are listening, you'll turn yourself in. Yeah. And if you're a turn former... Around, turn around, buddy. Turn around. No. <laughs> fuck off. Like, I, I, don't want, I don't want any of our shit on your hard, hard drive, okay? Imagine 
child porn next to the war room downloaded episodes. Like, that would be fucked up, man. Then you got the FBI knocking on our door. I don't know what the fuck that guy is. It's a public <laughs> forum, guy. Oh, man. I, I, I kind of want to go to court, but not for something where I could go to prison for the rest of my life. <laughs> so we go to the process. <laughs> yeah. Be on trial. Why don't you just be like, do be like a fucking jury, juror in a jury duty. Nah, that's boring. I want to be like yell. I want to yell at people on the stand. I would be a prosecutor. I wouldn't be a, or I'd be a sleazy public defender like Saul from Better Call Saul. I'd probably be like him. Bad suit that's a little baggy. I'm always like, hey, hey, hey. you know, I'm always like, <laughs> I owe money to like twelve different people. They're all coming for me, at all times. I could definitely see myself doing that. If she ever breaks up with me, I'm going to law school online. <laughs> I'm minimum. Doing, I'm doing the minimum. I'm doing online law school, and I'm going to take the bar until I pass it, and then I'm going to fucking become a... Like, you're going to see my commercial like Jeff uh, Jeff Martin. Why can't you do that while we're dating? Because he's going to be a scumbag. A scumbag. He's going to be a scumbag. Like I'm talking <laughs> Why can't you be a scumbag right now? Come on. I'm talking, I'm talking living in the desert on a, in a trailer, and like every time I'm asleep, like there's Asians busting in there asking me. <laughs> you want that? You want that life? Random people busting in there. Right Where's the money? Where's the money? <laughs> that would be my life. I think I'd be great for that. Like I, your w- husband, he all that money. <laughs> I end up, I would end up in the back in the trunks of cars a lot. Let's just say that. But they, I'd never die because I'm a lawyer. But I'd end up in the trunks of cars a lot because I would defend a lot of like scumbags. You'd be like the fucking lawyer from fucking Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's always a thousand dollar retention fee. <laughs> exactly. Again, that's me. That's what I would be. I would be a. I'd be well, a, he's like the other person's lawyer too, but then he's like, "I'll make you win though if you pay me more." <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, you know that in real life, like I hate to be a, but uh, well, actually, well, you can't re- represent two people on the same case. You have to. Yeah. But he was. Yeah, I know that's hilarious. I was like, I'm, "I'll represent you if you pay me more." <laughs> yeah, but that slick cunt got, got you beat, buddy. I'm sorry. And he says something about that. He calls her something. He's like, yeah, that skeezing whore. <laughs> you can't be a scumbag lawyer with a girlfriend and responsibilities, Cam. That's like, no. that's plan B for me. That's living on the edge. Yeah. But you got money. The only embrace I get from women is like. school and just be like a normal lawyer. We're What's turning. the fun in that? Where's the fun in that? Because I want to defend people that no one would touch with a 10-foot pole. So you want to be Saul Goodman? <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's not healthy the amount of times I watch him and be like, I wish I was him. Because he's in trouble all the time. He's literally in the worst positions all the time. But I'm like, I could have been that. I could have been, been that. Like, I would literally, like, he has to defend these three kids that went into a morgue. And like cut the head off of a dead body that had se- they all had sex with it, and he defended them and was like, "They're just kids, like you know." Then we all did. We all went to prison for something we did as kids. <laughs> I wouldn't be up here talking to you right now. And then they just show the video of the kids raping the head, and he's just like, "It's okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. I got it. I got it." I would have to defend those kind of people. My God. Yeah, like the serial killers, Jeffrey Dahmer's public. I'd be that guy's public defender. Like your honor. Is it really that big? Like, you know, I'd have to come up with some way to spin it, I guess is the name of the game. But, you know, you get paid either way. I was looking at the checks <laughs> he was getting per case. I mean, you know, 1000 bucks per case ain't bad. It's keeping the lights on. 
keep the lights on. Keep the lights on. And also, if the people I defend, all I gotta do is keep them from getting the death penalty. And in the most cases, that's considered a victory. I could do that. I'd slap my clients around. You gotta admit something. You gotta admit something. What are they gonna do? <laughs> like that one couple in Better Call Saul where they like have to take a hit somewhere. steal a bunch of money and they're like, the money doesn't exist. And he's like, cut the shit. No, yeah, they, it was the treasurer of the town uh, embezzled $1.6 million and like they went ca- like camping out in the woods and Saul found him and they had a whole bag of money. Yeah, I wouldn't represent people like that. <laughs> I'd represent like, like you know, illegal aliens that are also drug smugglers. I'd represent those guys. Don't deport my client. He's a hard-working citizen. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd do it. Like, he wants to give back to the community. Yeah, if they found like they found a guy with like eighteen tons of coke on him or something. Like I'd defend that guy. Oh, be corn. <laughs> How do we know it was my client driving the truck? <laughs> like yeah, yeah, I would definitely just do like that. Eighteen tons. Why? You get your license taken from you if you're like Owen. If you're like filled this fucking apartment complex. Let's say like you're three and 148. That's your record as a lawyer. <laughs> like as the public defender, you've won three out of 151 cases. Oh my! You're like the fucking. You're like the fucking Hugh Jackson. The fucking you're like Josh <laughs> McCown. You're like the fucking journeyman lawyer. Like you're just like you're just taking whatever you can get. You, like, you've been signing veteran minimums since you're 25. <laughs> because that's all anybody will pay you. Oh, man. That's what I would do. What would you... If you could, uh, you know, do it all again, what would you What would you be besides a grocer? Oh. <laughs> besides a grocer? <laughs> like no. the fucking medieval times. Oh, you're a grocer, huh? I, want, I always want to be like a some kind of sports analysis. But it's kind of hard to do whenever, you know, most of those go to players, older players. Well, you know, whenever you got fucked up brains, you can't really do what are they going to go <laughs> do what you do. Skip Bayless never. Yeah, I mean, there's there's people. He's been a journalist for 50 years, though. Majority of people are retired players. A lot of those people that didn't play, they went to school for years and then also were journalists and reporters that got picked up. What was Skip's first... He wrote for the Dallas Tribune, or he was a columnist for the Dallas newspaper. But, like, his first sports job. That. He was a sports columnist in Dallas, and then he went to L.A. from Chicago. And then he's in Florida for a bit, too, but he's been in L.A. for a while. He's been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, he covered, covered Michael Jordan the Bulls. He, he was Michael there. The Bulls. Yeah. He was there. Yeah. God, I, if, I could, if I had his address, I'd mail a bomb to his fucking house. <laughs> He fucking pisses me off. I'd be the one to do it. I thought you liked Skip. I do like Skip, but some of the shit he says, he's so (laughs) redundant. He just says the same fucking shit over and over again. It's annoying. If I have to hear about Baker Mayfield's eight and three run three years ago again in detail at full length, I'm gonna shoot myself after I blow him up with a bomb. And (laughs) as soon as I hear the news, I'm fucking right then and there. I'm done. I did my (laughs) life's mission. 
he pisses me off. And the shit he says about LeBron is insane. Like, his son, they, they had a really good dunk in the news. And Skip's all like, oh, yeah, too bad LeBron didn't do that in 2016 against the Warriors when Kevin Durant <laughs> beat him from the... I was like, oh, my God. Like, Skip, like, he's so fucking wishy-washy. And he's also hypocritical as shit about what he'll use for his arguments. But then, like, you know, get on to Shannon yeah, for, for doing... Like, you know, live in the moment, Shannon. And then he brings up 2016. He brings up 2016 more than people that graduated my year in high school. <laughs> like, the graduating class brings that year up as much as he does. I'm just like, that was literally almost a decade ago. <laughs> like, in 2016, if you brought up 2010 uh, yeah. all the time, yeah. would, like, would you literally be like, what the fuck are you saying to me right now? <laughs> Cam, how you doing over there? I'm doing good. What's wrong with you? I'm just chilling. Sugar fucking coma from that crumble cookie, those goddamn Mormons. <laughs> They're yeah. delicious cookies. Hell yeah. God, man, I remember living in Fort Gibson. You could hear the fucking Mormons fucking in the woods. You could hear them fucking <laughs> like rabbits. They were multiplying like rats out there. You could fucking hear them. Excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> yeah, like it was a legend. Multiplying. You could hear it. It was a legend. A if you, you like put your ear to a tree in the woods, you could hear Mormons fucking like rabbits. Like multiplying like fucking rabbits. <laughs> You hear them fucking in the trees. Where'd they come from? Why are they all in that area? Where'd <laughs> they come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from? Kinda you know, it's dope. funny. It's funny. There's only one religion that is truly American and American-based. You know what that is? It was found here. It's based here. Mormonism. Native American? Mormonism. No. Oh. Still, it's 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 American born and bred. Yeah, by fucking you know the, you crazy know no. people. Have you ever heard the story of Mormonism, Trevor? No. Okay, well let me give you like the spark plugs or yeah. whatever the spark please, notes. Please spark, plugs. spark plugs. That's for your car. That's for your car. Spark notes. I'm gonna give you the spark, spark notes. Plugs. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were being. You're just fucking around. <laughs> let me give you the, the spark plugs. We'll get you going. We'll no, get you going. All right. No. <laughs> That's, I'm just retarded. But no, uh, so, basically, the lost tribes of uh, Israel uh, were the Native Americans. So mm-hmm. they came to America from Israel in the biblical times. And apparently when Jesus was in the tomb for the three days, he was actually in Jackson, Missouri. <laughs> what? Or not Jackson. Yeah, he was in Missouri. Because that's where the Garden Modern of Eden... time, Missouri. And he, well, back then, Missouri. Back then. And uh, apparently the Garden, the real Garden of Eden was in Missouri or something like that. And that's what the Mormons believe. In the Garden of Eden. That Jesus came to North America and then went back. That's where he was whenever his body was missing. So Hunter believes that. I don't know what he believes. That's just like what Joseph Smith came up with, which, fun fact, he's, his job before he was a prophet was he was a grave robber, or a treasure hunter, as they called him. You know, in the 1800s, they called grave robbers treasure hunters? Like, it was perfectly legal to go to a graveyard and dig up someone's body, and if they had a bunch of jewels, <laughs> and the take fuck? all their treasure. It was perfectly legal. You know the mounds in Oklahoma? Mm-hmm. Well, those native where they buried all those fucking... It's very creepy. It's very creepy. I think tombs 
and catacombs and like mounds are creepy way to bury people. Put them in the yeah. ground or burn them. That's what I've always said. Or throw them in the ocean with a weight on them or something. Why don't we just do that? Throw them on the ground. What if, we'll get to that in a second because that's a great idea that I have. That you know we got a benchmark. But like, wait, what was I talking about? I just talked about three different things at once. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh my god! Like my you're brain. talking about robbing graves. Oh yeah, yeah. It was perfectly legal in the 1800s to rob to rob a grave. It's called treasure hunting. Yeah, that's crazy. You could go dig up someone's grave that died in 1796, and if he had a fucking old musket with him, you could take it. Finders keepers, which I think is fine. Because, like, what are they going to do with it? Take it to the afterlife that doesn't exist? Yeah, but what if they don't, like, rebury them properly? Like, they just do it and then get out of there. What if you, like, dig one up? It's like, oh, thank God. Like, he's still alive. They buried him alive. <laughs> That'd be fucking crazy. That would or suck. how many do you bury? How many do you dig into that you get nothing? You know what I mean? Smell a bunch of old fucking dead guys for some fucking clothes. Oh, my God. I just imagine the 1800s dead, was a terrible time. Like a deteriorating dead naked guy after he's done. Like three days after he was buried, so he's still a little like, you know, How long ripe. does it take you to fucking decompose? Yeah. Not long. Like, the hotter it is, the faster it goes. Oh How long till you're just like a fucking skeleton? I don't know, Cam. Do you know? <laughs> it's not long. It can't be long. Because, <laughs> like, weird. That's why, like, serial killers in the South would always just dump them in the swamps because they decompose super quickly. I think it's well, stupid the it caskets is. are so much. Like, I mean, to get the nice one and make sure it's got cushions. And who I, I dare my parents to die and think I'm paying 10 grand for a casket because I'm going to have a win. I'm going to get two for one. I'm going to get a two for one I think, casket. Honestly, it's not a bad idea if your honest, parents still loved each other and stayed together all those years. I, I want mine. Yeah, put them in the same casket right next to well, each no, other. Not even that. I, I want to I be buried Undertaker style. I want them to throw me in and then somebody go rest <laughs> in peace that would be and then pretty they just awesome. empty the dirt on me and then it's like a, it's like a celebration you can have dude bury get buried with like a statue of your arm like raising out like that'd be fucking that, that's great the, that's the fucking uh headstone just, dude the, the, like your hands coming up dude that's <laughs> awesome that's fucking awesome it says <laughs> Right. Rolling, and rolling, and rolling. That's fucking awesome. All right, Cam, what do you got? How long it does says it take for a It says 24 to 72 hours after death, the internal organs decompose. Three to five days after death, the body starts to bloat and blood-containing foam leaks from the mouth and nose. Eight to ten days after death, the body turns from green to red as the body decomposes and the organs in the abdomen acclimate gas. But after 50 years, Goddamn. your tissues will have liquefied and disappeared, leaving behind mummified skin and tendons. Huh. And it says about in 80 years, you'll disintegrate. Huh. Thank God we're building it. We're having all these. So we could be reusing caskets. We're saying. I mean, if they're not there, I'm now. telling you'll you, you'll decompose. Go, you go through eighty years. All right, time to pull them. Time to pull them. It's time to pull them. You'll <laughs> decompose up to a, a skeleton in ten business. to fifteen years. Go you, pick your used casket. You can fucking. Whoa. 
You get you can buy a space for a hundred years, but after a hundred years, you're out. You're out unless your family that's still living. Just people digging up people. <laughs> There's nobody in the casket. It's been disintegrated. It's just like, oh, unless someone that's still alive, unless it. one of your relatives re-ups the land space and keeps it going, like you pay for a hundred years at a time. But like, if all your family's dead, then. We gotta put these bodies somewhere, you know, because like I have a feeling. They just put the headstones in a row that are like just this far apart. It's like a book. <laughs> I wouldn't even put names on it. Like you can just keep the dead body here, and then whenever the hundred years is up, we're putting someone else in there, unless your family signs off like, all right, we'll pay for another hundred years, even though I I met her when I was two years old. I only knew her when I was two years old. <laughs> Like your 60 year old grandmother died and you were like 4 or 5 and it's up to you to keep her in her grave or the government's gonna take her out she's 55 she has to decide to keep her in (laughs) I gotta gotta make a decision to see if I wanna keep grandma in the grave nobody she'd be the only person (coughs) the only person who knew her (laughs) yeah yeah your mom's dead your grandma Oh my god, that'd be a terrible thing to happen to people. Imagine turning 70 and then you get to decide if you want to fucking leave your grandma. At that point, you gotta go cremation, right? You gotta go cremation. Yeah. You can't risk your grandmother's grave being buried up like her dug up and having someone else thrown in there. Dude, but that'd be a great service to offer people for cheap, like, resting places. Like, you know, it's already made, it's a used casket. You know what I mean? It's in the ground already. We'll just roll her in there. <laughs> roll them in there. They then they make like an electronic grave system, so they have them like raised up. You oh, just yeah, roll yeah. them out, boom, boom. You just lift back in every. Oh yeah, you dig a, a twenty foot hole. <laughs> you get it noticed like two years in advance too. Yeah, it's been ninety eight years. <laughs> just letting you know, two you years. A year, and then we go six months. You don't hear from them until ninety eight <laughs> years. They give you a two year warning. Yeah. You get two years to figure it out. Is <laughs> what the fuck is this? It says fucking Grandma Cheryl is gonna be taken. Who the fuck out is Grandma <laughs> Cheryl? She's gonna be taken out. Oh, that was my grandmother. I'd oh, sweet child. Oh, she's a lovely lady. <laughs> How much are they wanting? Eight grand. I don't think so. <laughs> fuck that bitch. Fuck that. I'm sure my granddaughter. She had a good run. She had a good run. My granddaughter Cameron told me it takes eighty years for a body to liquefy, so I think she's no, there's nothing in that casket now. Might as well not put that space to use. I mean, the waste. You get like a refund for the casket. Fuck no! It's getting reused. Well, no, what, what, they have to pay you though. It's like a, no. it's like a deposit. No, you pay, deposit. You pay for a hundred years. They can't. Exactly. No, they have to pay the family. What I'm saying is, you pay a hundred. <laughs> no, you get a hundred years in that space. It's up to your family to re-up it. The casket's just in there. <laughs> There could be like six people have been in that casket over 600 years. It's a long time. <laughs> when did they retire the casket? <laughs> Never. <laughs> just until it's like it liquefies. How long, Cam? How look up? How long does it take for a casket to liquefy? <laughs> a casket won't. Yes, liquefy. no. Just asking how long it looks to deteriorate. How long? Fucking- yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> wood in the ground getting like dug through by maggots and fucking all kinds of bugs, moles, which penis. Yeah, I think the wood just disintegrates. That's why you have metal caskets. Dude, that'd be pretty sick. I want to be in an Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden! <laughs> just fucking spikes me through. That'd be great. Just runs me through with it. That'd be great. Just close it. 
I want the guy that reads at my funeral to be dressed like Paul Bear. <laughs> and hold her. He was a great man. <laughs> oh my and then god. Hold the urn up. <laughs> Dude, we could just start a string of sleazeball businesses <laughs> and call the corporation Sleazeball Inc. <laughs> sleazeball Inc. It's a picture of a guy that looks like Al from Toy Story 2 with the with the sleazeball bald hairdo where it's just mm-hmm. like four strands of hair co- like liquid yeah, 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 yeah. like you know laid over. That's what the guy mascot looks like. <laughs> It's not a real person. He's also a used car salesman. Yes, yeah, no, we have a car sale. We have a car. Like you know, like we sell cars. None of them are good. They all just run enough to get you out of the parking lot. Our DoorDash. I can't find a good answer for that. Our DoorDash. Are any of them saying that they do disintegrate? Um, if there would, yeah. Uh, they said. Um, what I've the seen wooden caskets which have been buried in concrete burial vaults that were still in decent condition after 20 to 25 years. Yeah, but that's in concrete. We're talking just in the dirt. In the dirt. God, how fucking morbid is that to think? You just die and they just put you in the ground. And you you can't even be like, well, this is fucked up because you don't <laughs> exist anymore. Mentally. That's fucked up, dude. Like, think about it. One day we're going to forget that we ever even did a podcast. <laughs> So I guess you could do as much fucked up shit as you want, I guess, because one day it ain't going to matter. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, like, you know, why spend your life doing the right thing? It ain't going to matter. You're not going to remember doing the right thing. I'm never opening the door for an old woman again. <laughs> I'm never doing it again. It was like that fucking bitch the other day at Come and Go, the one that I opened the door and she fucking looked at me. Remember that chick? Oh, yeah, she looked at you like you were fucking... Yeah, like, like I was disgusting, and I was like, fuck you, I just opened dog. the door for you, asshole. She looked at you the way I look at stray dogs. Like, I wish I was in my car so I could run you over right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to run over stray dogs, everybody. I'm just kidding. But no, Sleazeball Incorporated. Sleazeball Inc., buddy. Where we have a dog catching unit where we just run over stray dogs. I thought you were going to say where we steal people's dogs we and put sell a, them. We put a snowplow on a truck and we just ran over dogs. Unless they have collars we're on. Like the, no, we have like the pound. We're like, you steal people's dogs and they call and ask if they got in and they have to pay exactly. a fee to it's get like it back. Mafia. We're just yes. selling them back their stuff. The DoorDash is like, you know, like we're cutting out the middleman here. Right? We're not, only ex-felons can be the driver, so they're like getting in the fries and shit because you know felons will do that. They don't care about that job. They'll just beat the shit out of the <laughs> guy the that's tomatoes. the most. Off the burger. Oh, yeah. You know, you get a call from your boss like, hey, they ordered that burger with no toppings on it. Why don't you go ahead and eat all those before you get there so they don't notice? And you just open the burger. Eat all the sauce they said they didn't need. Lick it off the bun. Come on. Hurry up. We got three more orders here. Come on. We're trying to run a business. That'd be great. And it's just slightly cheaper than regular DoorDash, so they still want to do it because people want to save like just a couple dollars. Cam. What what is wrong with you? Nothing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Are you trying to break a record on the war room for first person to ever fall asleep during recording? <laughs> no. Looks like we gave no. you some fucking black tar Chinese heroin or something. Listen, I've been up black. Since, I've been up since like you three a.m. Off all day, ain't you? Yeah, she she wasn't smart enough to take a nap. I guess with all that free time. I didn't have free time. I did shit all day. What were you doing from three a.m. to now? Well, I woke up at three a.m. Couldn't go to sleep. Da, 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 da. 
and then I got to fall back asleep for maybe a couple more hours. Then Jared woke me up. And then I was just awake. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a blues song. <laughs> I woke up this morning. At the crack of dawn. And then I went to Walmart. I made some, my breakfast for the week. She made a bunch of muffins out of, uh, I think, <laughs> what did you say it was? Kodiak cakes. Kodiak cakes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't know what that is. Quite frankly, I don't care. Sounds delicious, but though. I'm, but I made my breakfast for the week. I just did some things, you know? Yeah, it sounds <laughs> mundanely boring. Things, did you do anything interesting today? Fuck you. I played my Switch. That's not interesting. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't know. I hear people clicking off the fucking show right now because of it. You didn't tell anybody to go fuck themselves while you're driving today or something? No, I'm not like you. You didn't see anything crazy? No, I'm not like you. I see shit crazy all the time when I'm strolling through the mean, bustling streets of Tulsa. And it's surrounding Tulsa areas. If you if you want to play, if you want to earn some money on the street, you go to Tulsa. That's what I've always said. All right. Earn some money on the street. You want to earn some money on the street, buddy? You want to earn some money on the street? You want to have go with the steel? You know what I mean? Earn <laughs> your keep. Regulators. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was basically just reciting the <laughs> fucking uh, Young Guns speech <laughs> about Tulsa. You know. Every time I talk to an older person about traveling, I'm not outing anybody here, but most of them are my family or are related to someone I'm dating. But like, uh, every time we tell them we're going somewhere, they're always all like, oh, you better be careful while you're there. (laughs) Oh, you know, some of them are all like, oh, a lot of black people there. And you're just like, yeah. A lot of them everywhere. But, like, I was thinking the other day, and I was just like, I live in Tulsa. Where the fuck am I going to go where it's just going to be, like, next level crazy? <laughs> like, I, we, me and Cam stayed the night in Birmingham on our way back from Florida, and everybody was acting like we're going to Iraq or something. Yeah, we were like, this isn't that bad. It actually. looks like Tulsa. Birmingham just looks like Tulsa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know why they would think it would be... Any bad, worse than Tulsa. Memphis isn't really all that bad either. I think just people that are like, live in the country are scared of city people. Yeah, it's because you're stupid enough to get robbed. <laughs> I'd rob someone from the country if I was in the city. Also, I almost did it today. You from the country? Come here, boy. <laughs> <laughs> now, if any of them are dressed like George Strait, I'd just rob them. Hey, what the hell? Because they're all so nice. You could be like, "Sir, my car broke down. I need twenty dollars so I can get to Toys R Us so I can buy my kid a toy because he ain't ever had God. a toy before." Like you know, like the country guys would be like, "Oh, that's the saddest story I done ever heard." Son. <laughs> and then you give him a fucking. I'll win the truck. We'll take you down. Yeah. There. And then he gets robbed and then gets raped and then he's just fucking. I'm never going to the city again. They're all like that. <laughs> That's what. That's probably what it happens. Sounds like an honest situation that turned bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sounds like <laughs> something that happens a lot. That just should happen. <laughs> a guy should get raped for trying to fucking give out. You trying to help somebody? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, you piece of shit. You're going to get raped instead. That'd be great. I'm trying to help this guy out. Next thing you know, I'm getting raped. 
<laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> you're helping so much. Yeah, sure, get in, bud. I'll take you down there. And the next ready. thing you know, you're getting fucked. Literally. <laughs> That's what I get for helping people. This is what I get for helping people. I get fucked. I get fucked. I get fucked. <laughs> oh my god, what a drastic turn of events. Next thing you know, I'm like, yeah, man, I'll help you out. Next thing you know, you're pulling down my pants. <laughs> the fucking the quarter story. Wait, wait, wait. I know. Wait, what happened? Oh, he started sucking my dick. Yeah. You didn't stop him? You didn't no, I hit him. him. I punched him in the mouth with a roll of quarters. <laughs> 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 oh my god, you try to help someone, and the next thing you know, you're getting fucked. <laughs> Why is that so funny? It's so fucked up. Like, hey, I don't have any food. Yeah, here you go. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you give me a ride to my. <laughs> sure. Top in. It's just like some old country guy. And the next thing you know, you got a gun to your head, and you're getting. It's not funny if you put a woman in this situation. It's just the way you put yeah, some yeah. simple farm boy in it. Like, I guess it's not funny what either. The right? <laughs> They've never seen poverty before, so like you know, they just want to help and do the right thing. But then just fucking get beat up by six guys, and then they pass them around like Brian Kelly. <laughs> 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 the buffet. Ah, no, ah, you, you never want to help anybody ever again. No, Fuck that. That's what I'm saying. I'll never help anybody. My ass <laughs> got wore out, buddy. <laughs> buddy. That thing. <laughs> that thing. Have you ever donated to charity, Grandpa? No, and I never will. I never fucking will. All those charities do is fuck you. That's what some guy was actually being serious when he said that, but like everyone turned it into a metaphorical thing. Like, I'm getting fucked. That guy, the first guy that ever said I got fucked on this, he actually got <laughs> fat. Like, someone had sex with him. It wasn't just like a, sma- a figure of speech. They fucked me over. <laughs> That's where that came from, actually. If you've ever said, oh man, they fucked me over in my check. That's because some guy. In the 1800s, got <laughs> fucked because they went to the guys and said, You guys didn't pay me enough. And then they just fucked them right there. <laughs> they fucked me over. <laughs> yeah, they all, they, saying the word they, they <laughs> fucked me over. That, it was a group of guys dressed up like the guy from, uh, uh, what's the name of that animated show where it's like a guy goes to meet the Robinsons like dressed <laughs> up like the guy with the bowler hat guy that guy they're all dressed like that they fucked me over they fucked me over they fucked me over <laughs> no they really fucked me over why are you sitting on an ice pack <laughs> they fucked me over oh my god I'm telling you right now if I was a DoorDash driver I would totally eat people's food I'd reach into the bag. You're telling me that you wouldn't succumb to peer pressure, Cam? No. You would never take a bite out of someone's quesadilla? I don't think so. No. You guys are fucking slack jog. I used to. I, shit. I did it for a little while. I never felt like, oh, I'm going to get this person's food. I love how Trevor has to keep mentioning that he was a DoorDash driver. It was the second like, time. It's like that was only because brag. I- like, I started in the Super Bowl one time. Come on. <laughs> it's almost as impressive as uh, I think Joe Flacco winning the Super Bowl. How about that? It's almost <laughs> as impressive as that. You were a DoorDash driver. We want to fucking crumble cookie while they're in there. 
since you and my girlfriend. I was on Instacart too, buddy. Don't forget it. Don't forget Honestly, it. Honestly, Cam, I feel like you two betrayed me. Because like you guys were like, I thought we made it a group decision to not get cookies, and then you He's guys really taking this to heart. You're bringing the sugar in my house. It's the devil. You're bringing the sugar. I told you I'm on both sides of the fence. You're obviously on one side of the fence. No, I'm not. If you were on both sides of the fence, we wouldn't have gotten cookies at all. No, that's but not true. Regretted not, but would regret not getting them. That'd be on both sides of the fence. Mm-mm. If you just didn't want to get them, you wouldn't even be thinking about he it. He regrets getting them. Yes, I do. I don't. Do you regret anything, Cam? No. Well, then I guess I'm... Like, I'm thinking about another one of those fucking sugar cookies right now, buddy. Right? Aren't they the best things you've ever put in your mouth? Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. They're I'd rub the them all over. the best thing I've ever put in my mouth. But I would rub the icing all over my chest and let a fucking dog lick it off of me. That's how good they are. I don't... Just saying the best thing you've ever put in your mouth, it's just not an easy thing. It's, it's a really high hopes. So oh, it's like, man. You know, I mean, like, especially if, like, you know, you've had some... <laughs> <laughs> Best thing you've ever, Trevor. Best thing you've ever put in your mouth. Go. <laughs> He's it. like top five. A dick. No. 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 Ever. Dick. Yeah. No. Okay. All right. All right. I'll mark that off the Have list. Have you ever put a dick in your mouth? Me? Not yeah. on purpose. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was an accident. They fucked me over. (laughs) They fucked me over. (laughs) No, I've never had a dick in my mouth before. Never seemed appealing. Hot dogs, that's as far as I've ever taken it. Hmm. Corn dogs are a little bit more intimate because you could really shove that deep well, down I've, in there. I used to have a buddy who would fucking eat the breading around the corn dog and then, and then fucking eat it. Just kind of go back and forth. And he'd be like, what? What? Yeah, like he isn't giving yeah. the corn dog a blowjob like you're not supposed to comment on it or something i would give it i would just eat the whole thing in one go right there I'd just slide it down the throat <laughs> relax my throat and not even chew it out. not even chew it pop the stick out a wolf. i tried to eat the stick with it one time it didn't go too good did the crusties of the fucking with the stick in the fucking oh, dog the meats <laughs> oh my god yeah it's like milk and pizza buddy milk and pizza that's milk disgusting pizza. <laughs> but go What's the greatest thing you've ever eaten? Like food? I want to know what the single best thing... (laughs) No, shit, Trevor. What's the best shit you've ever eaten? I mean, you can say something else that's not shit. Yeah, he was referring to pussy. Oh, my God. Come on. We can't name names on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like naming an apple pie, Dutch pie, fucking cream pie, (laughs) chocolate pie, chocolate cream pie. Oatmeal cream pie, which is not a pie, but they call it one. <laughs> a moon pie. It's just not a pie, but they call it one. <laughs> That's just false advertisement. They're fucking great, though. Oatmeal cream pies. Oatmeal cream pies? Yeah, they're great. Moon pies. They're not really a pie either, but they call it that. Which I never thought was all that good because I'm not moon a big pies. marshmallow fan. I don't like moon pies either. I'm not a big marshmallow fan. Moon pies taste like something that was left out of the packaging all night, so it got stale. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what marshmallows are like. I don't even like s'mores. I like regular marshmallows, but moon pies for some reason. The only time I like marshmallows is if they're in hot cocoa because they melt and I don't have to see them, so it's like they were never there. It's like they disintegrated like a body. 
But what's the best single best? If we can finish a question without <laughs> immediately turning into a porn site forum for nerds that have never actually touched a woman before, what's the best food you've ever eaten before? What's the single best meal you've ever had food in your mouth where you were just like, that shit was profound. I need to be a better father to my daughter. What? <laughs> I mean, Steve's Have you ever got to be up there. Oh, buddy. I wasn't even thinking about that. Like, for me, the fucking uh, chicken fried rice with the egg foo young sauce on it. Oh, my God. I'm there. God. I'm there right now. You're it's just so saying it, and I'm good. there. I closed my eyes, and I... Let me it's tell so you something. Good. I don't know how much we've talked about this place on this podcast before, <laughs> but I just feel like it needs to be brought up time and time again. Magic Walk... I would put up there with my love for Black Sabbath, <laughs> my girlfriend. Yeah, I'd put it up there with Tom Brady, the Patriots, because I separate the two. I like Magic Walk is yeah, it's my favorite fucking place ever. I don't, it's not like and and Chinese food is one of my favorite types of food. This has nothing to do with that. It's Magic just Walk great. was just there's like everything about it. Like you can go and get Chinese food. You can't go get food like Magic Walk. No, that's how fucking it's never good. It, the fucking lo mein. I've never had lo mein even on the same scale level as does Magic Walk. I would pay $30 for a fucking... Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, if they were charging, like, fucking... Like, just... You can get a small meal, which is enough food for four people. Yeah. For seven bucks. And then... Oh, yeah, I'd spend $12 you every time. You could double prices, and I wouldn't say a word. Not a thing. Like, and he just opened up again, so yeah. I'd have to go double price. I'd fucking do it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I would pay $16 for a small meal. It's plenty of food. It'll last you a couple days, maybe. If I remember I ate a whole fucking box of lo mein one time. I didn't eat anything the rest of the day because of how fucking sick it made me. Yeah. Not because the food was bad, because of how much I ate. Oh, that egg foo young sauce, dude. It's literally like fucking gravy. It's, it's so God, it was so good. My mouth is watering. Like I wanted to get it for fucking Thanksgiving, just for fucking mashed potatoes. I would have done a whole magic walk spread for Thanksgiving. Fuck turkey. Fuck ham in the <laughs> ass. Fuck both of them. Fuck deviled eggs. Fuck all that shit. I'd have magic walk. <laughs> wontons, the soups. You have egg Chicken drop soup. Chowder. You have oh. wonton soup. You have combination egg drop wonton soup. You get fucking like fr- the little crunchy curlies that go inside of it. Don't know what those are. Some kind of processed bullshit. And then you got fucking, you got combo lo mein large. Combo house fried rice large. It comes with everything. Do you know the whole menu? Oh, egg rolls, seafood classic, seafood combo, Mongolian beef. Oh my god, I've never had a Mongolian beef like his. The pieces of pork that he would fry up and put in the lo mein and the fried rice. I'm telling you right now, I do a whole podcast dedicated to this fucking man. Chicken and broccoli was fucking good. String beans. And what's were great. funny is he's just existing, not knowing. He doesn't realize that he's got some of the biggest fans in the world. (laughs) And me, Trevor, and my dad. I remember I ate it every single day for a summer. I had it once a day. I remember working at Harps. If I ever worked with him and dad, we would go there. We would be there every day. 
Like, so you can just pick something out different. I got mm-hmm. orange chicken there one time. That's how good the yeah. Chinese food is. Yeah, but that's fucking good too. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Orange chicken's usually a default for white people because they're scared to branch out and try other things. Yeah. I'm not. I'll eat something that looks like it was killed three hours ago and you ch- cut like you cut a bird's hand off or a claw off and I fried it up. I'd eat it. That's <laughs> <laughs> going a bit into it. Oh, fuck that, dude. I remember my Chinese teacher because instead of taking Spanish in high school, I took Mandarin. And our Chinese teacher brought real Chinese food in. Not like street food. Like, cause a lot of the shit you find around yeah. here is like what they would be like fast food for them. Apparently, everything Chinese people eat is just spicy. It's all fucking hell. Cause everything I tried burned my fucking mouth up. She's like, "Oh, that's mild. That's mild." Like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. She fucking bought little like tiny ghost peppers that two of my friends they eat they ate six a piece at the same time. The little tiny ones. They were in the hallway at the water fountain the rest of the fucking hour. I swear <laughs> to God, because I never killed them. But like, she had fried chicken's feet, spicy as shit. But God, was the fucking flavor good? Those fucking those Chinese people know what they're doing when it comes to making food. I don't like and that and like you know public and then you know properly educating their fucking citizens, give them a good education. You know, even if you have to whip them every once in a while, you know. Not hitting people creates a lack of discipline. That's what I've always said. But anyway, that's why if I was a cult leader, corporal punishment would be a big deal. Because I'd have to be hitting them, slapping them, telling them their haircut sucks. I would purposely make everyone have bad haircuts. Break down down that character. I don't care. I think Cam would be a great wife to a cult leader. Because, like, behind the scenes, she'd be like, you know, this is all bullshit, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know. Did you see Trevor? He fucking ate that fucking... He ate that... He ate the spilled bowl of soup off the floor when I told him to, and he said thank you. <laughs> That'd be great. Now, think about it. Name one good thing that happened without, like, you know, yet where you didn't keep the people in line. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Anarchists have never won anything. Let's just be real here, okay? Usually the most disciplined people come out on top. It applies to football. It applies to, you know, MMA. Life. It applies to life. <laughs> That's what we're all about here at the War Room. Yeah. It's just this whole hour... Sounds like it's just been me rambling about the shit I think about while I'm walking through the, the streets the, of Tulsa, the bustling streets of Tulsa, the, the city that streets. the city that never sleeps. It, it is it, true. Past, yeah, I mean, like I, you know, you shouldn't be out there past three o'clock in the morning. Nothing good ever happens. People get shot on the freeway. You shouldn't on. be out you there past be, eleven. I was thinking you should be out there past midnight. Ah, come on. Midnight, it's time to call tonight. You don't even walk around. Eleven o'clock's pushing it. It's insane. You can't it. walk around in the morning like that. You can't. Just yeah, like you get up at five. That's fine. Like Memorial, you better be off of Memorial by like nine o'clock. You're starting to sound like my racist grandparents. No, you just no. It's just like that's how I'm it just is. Kidding. It's when the bums come out, man. Yeah, the bums are always out. You think they just like vampires? They sleep during the day. Yeah, they always walk into my house. After I got off here, and how like, do you sleep during the day as a bum? How hot 10 it is! Ten thirty, and like when I got out of my car, I could have swore I heard my name. And I was like, "The fuck, like, Trevor?" It's probably the guy who stole your package and knew what your name was. Well, he there was four on my fucking my porch today, so he didn't get those. 
Did you ever find out who took that package? No. Dude, that's what fucking you, crazy. For what, is he, what he even was now. It was like a fucking two-way mirror or something. So you could watch girls piss whenever they're over there before they <laughs> fuck you, that's right? That's not what it was. That's like the, not what it was. has got a fetish of watching girls he's going to have sex with have used the bathroom right before. No, that's, he likes that's to, actually the opposite. Quote, unquote, <laughs> watch the fluids leave their bodies before he puts his <laughs> fluids in their body. <laughs> that's what he told me the other day. And then he went into how he wants to buy land in Montana. Like I was like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Trevor's crazy, man. He knows how to party. Land in Montana. He wa- he wanted to watch women pee specifically before he had sex with them and then buy land in Montana. It was like it was a really fucked up to-do list he was telling me about the other All day. Right, so we're going to accomplish this week. I'm going to buy some land in Montana. <laughs> no, it was after. It's like you didn't tell me you wanted to watch women use the bathroom, which I think is a weird fetish. I've never watched Cam, you know, <laughs> take a shit and be like, oh... <laughs> I hope you're not watching me take you're, a I'm shit not. ever. I'm saying, I, but like, what if I was? Like, you just didn't know it. I would be horrified. jerking. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a boat speeding up in the closet. You know what's going on. The closet is a rock and don't come knocking. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, buddy. <laughs> this is disgusting. Like, also, like, the guys that like to, like, you know, put cameras in toilets so they can watch women pee <laughs> on it. It's fucking weird. It's so fucked up. Like, wouldn't, like, the camera, unless there's a flash on it, wouldn't the girl, like, know, like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, wouldn't you look at the toilet and be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> it's not solid white. You know what no, I mean? No, I mean, like, when they sit on it, isn't that going to block everything unless there's a flash so you can actually see everything in detail, like their asshole and, like, everything else? Like, who's just looking at like, oh, there she goes, she's gonna sit down. Oh, buddy, she sat down. Like, right before she starts a vision, it's like, there it comes, there it comes, there it comes. Oh, I've been waiting for that piss all day. I can't, get, I can't wait to get home and check my piss cameras. What about those guys? Yes. Like, the guys that get inside of porta potty tanks and like they, you know, they wait what for. What the one. fuck? <laughs> Has that ever actually happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crawling in a porta potty tank. You get in a women's porta pajan and then you sit like get in the bottom of it and like you just stare up and wait for them to sit down. I guess. But take- it's not that big. You gotta be a small guy. No, the tank it's like six feet deep. But, but it's I'm a talk- hole in the ground. You have to specifically get in one. I'm talking about one you just move from position to position. <laughs> and they're like, fucking. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just someone dropping a fucking cake on your face. Yeah, but if you were in one of those ones you move from spot to spot, you'd be sitting like where I'm at. And how would you be underneath me? You'd be like this. Like fucking caved out trying to take up all the room, just ready to fucking get pissed on. It turns out Big Dave came in before her to fucking drop no. a deuce. Oh my god. Wrong guy, wrong guy, wrong guy. I hope I don't have any open wounds before I get this porta potty water. Imagine just being stuck in there and just somebody's taking a shit on you. <laughs> yeah, but no, you love it. You're- oh yeah, shit on me again. I wish I found out who who did that so I could beat their ass. Can you imagine sitting down? <laughs> you ever down? done this before? You have? Alright, come here. You fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Sat on a porta potty, you just heard someone like laughing like butthead from Beavis and Butthead. I'd probably stick my fucking foot in the hole and just, just grab it. Fuck. Or they grab it, start pulling you in. That'd be crazy. 
<laughs> fucking, I don't know what I The do. porta potty killer. Like, he gets in the bottom Local of porta potty. Local man is hiding in port. You gotta go in and check it when out. When you sit down, he stabs you in the asshole. Oh, what a way to go. <laughs> Stab right up the asshole. He stabs you up the ass so that you create like you can't run. <laughs> fuck? What if you were about to. <laughs> What if you're like he did it at the wrong time and it just went right into a turd and shielded it? Oh <laughs> my god! I don't. I didn't know how you can make it more gross. <laughs> I didn't know how. <laughs> and apparently, like it's fruit ninja. <laughs> like what shit? But I still think that guy's getting shit on though. Even if he stabs him in the ass, like the reaction is gonna just. Oh, it's gonna drop something on him. <laughs> he just shoots a knife back at him. Unless you do it right as soon as he sits down, like you know. I don't know. I think we've gone. <laughs> I don't know where to go with this. I don't know. Cam, can you please segue us out of the I do not know how to segue from that. <laughs> like, as a woman, is that a constant fear of yours? Is that you're like, when he's, every time you sit on a porta potty, there's a guy that looks like Trevor sitting at the bottom <laughs> of it staring up at you? Is that ever a fear of yours? No, not really. Did you check the shitter? I'm sure nobody's in there. I always look through the water. I always like kind of run my hand through the water. Run my hand through the water. Yeah, give me shit all right. Nobody's I'm in there. I'm always scared of like spiders. <laughs> spiders? Really? In porta potties? Porta potties scare me in general. You don't know what kind of diseases are in there. Yeah, yeah, you I'm sit always down, dri- drippage is going to get on you. You sit down and there's a spider under the seat and it's like prime time to like get you in the prime ass. Time. Oh, man. It's I can think of a couple, time, like a baby. snake in the water or something. Yeah. Sneak crawls up your ass. Like a brown snake. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking brown snake. That'd be terrifying. Yeah, I don't like that. I've heard stories of people sitting on their toilets at home and like a fucking python just crawls in their ass. And then you're just like, what a shitty day that is. And you're just going about your normal routine. And you have to go to the ER with a snake in your ass. There's a snake in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be the problem. There's a snake in my ass. What do you say is the ER receptionist? I don't know how to explain this, but there's a, there's a snake and it's... You just look and there's a, uh, his pants are down and you just see the snake's halfway in his ass. I don't know who called the doctor. Animal control. <laughs> He's getting towards my guts. He's going to eat my guts. I don't know. I don't know. A python, it might just be kind of curious. I don't think pythons are actually into eating. They, they eat from the fucking, outside in, not the fucking, inside out. They, well, they fucking get a hold of your organs, squeeze the shit out of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, I'm gonna be afraid of porta potties now from now on because of like what we've been talking about. <laughs> I can I want to get stabbed in the ass by the porta potty killer. What a stabbed in the ass! Like, do you know how bad you would smell? Like, it wouldn't be hard to find the porta potty killer. You just gotta smell people when you walk by and be like, oh man, that guy could be. <laughs> <laughs> you smell like you've been stabbed He's in got the toilet asshole. paper on his remnants. Your hands, yeah. The toilet paper remnants on his sweater. You know what I mean? Little <laughs> things sticking out of his pant legs. <laughs> Stuck to his shoe. There he is. Anytime somebody sees that person, they're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. It's him. It's him. And he starts like a mafia fucking asshole stabbers. That's how they kill. Sounds like a gay nightclub gang. <laughs> the asshole stabbers. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up for the asshole stabbers. That's just like a really bad improv sketch group, I think. A bunch of gay guys that got together on Thursdays and did sketch comedy. <laughs> what do you call yourself? We call yourself the asshole stabbers. <laughs> the fucking asshole stabbers. 
I wish we could change our team name and trivia down to the Hessel Stabbers. I don't think they'd let us do that. <laughs> and coming in second place, the Asshole Stabbers. <laughs> the winning team. Man. There's nothing clever about that at all. <laughs> it's so simple but so funny. I don't like know. if we ever create some kind of like softball fucking team, some kind of middle-aged softball team, we'll be like all all softball teams. Yeah, I've never seen a young softball team that wasn't a high school team. I mean, they have they yeah, all the time, like our age right now. Trevor, we're getting older. We're only twenty six, twenty four. Only double your age. How old are you? Fifty two. If you live to be 70, how much longer is that past 52, 18 years? You're midlife right now. Well, I'm not moving to at least 82. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I'll Triple your age. What are you? Six, 78? 72 or 3, I think. 26, 26. I don't know. Cam, you excited for trivia night tomorrow? <laughs> so excited. I wish you would sound more excited. I'm so excited. I cannot so wait to be there tomorrow. I don't and know. I, just can't hide it. I think Cam got tranked or something before the podcast because Shrinked. she's just been answering like a robot the whole time. <laughs> Even her laughs are like robotronic. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> seem very interested. <laughs> it's like we're forcing her to do the podcast or something. Simply irresistible. Anyway, all right, well, <clears throat> I, think it, I think it's about time we wrap this puppy up. We're running a little long tonight. Long in the pants. All right, Cam, <laughs> do your thing. Do your shit, Malfa. Okay, so Trevor, your year was 1968. What? <laughs> what? I could have I swore. Remember, because I was like, didn't he have that year? And you're like, no, nah, I didn't have that year. No, 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 no. Listen, holy fuck! It was 1968, wasn't it? I looked up the wrong fucking year. Some idiot. What year did you look up? <laughs> fucking, I don't even remember. Just go on. I'll, I'll, I'll. Okay. Well, my year was 2004. What'd you pick? I picked a little Gwen Stefani. Oh. And it was her. Love Angel Music Baby uh, album. And, I mean, you could just pick a good one. I mean... This really is a good album. My mom had this album. Girl is on there. Hollaback Girl is on there. Luxurious is on there. Bubble Pop Electric. Bubble Pop Electric. Long Way to Go with Andre 3000. That's a good album. I mean, it was just... It was a hit. What song do you want me to put on the playlist? Um, Put Rich Girl. It's a good song. I think I did have 1968 before, but it doesn't matter. Just okay. do it, you Nancy. Okay, fucking piece of shit. Fuck off <laughs> and do it, Jesus. Before Cam gets more mad than she is. Yeah. Well, I went with. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've done them before, but I went with Steppenwolf. And uh, their fucking album is you know now stereophonic. I th- now I think about it, I'm born to be wild. Because I think I did Magic Carpet Ride from the same album. Yeah, 
You can't do the album again. No, not for the same album. That's, I'm pretty sure it's the same it's album. It's on two different fucking albums here, buddy. Okay, okay I'm looking at, no, forward. No, no, as, as the curator, I'm going to check to make sure that this is legit. Oh my it god, is. this should have been done before the podcast. You can calm the hell down. Stereophonic. It's one there, it's one different, because the other one's, the other album was the second. Huh. 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 Alright, fine. Jared, your year was 1970. I'm picking Working Man's Den, Grateful Dead. That's my album. Why'd you say it like that's that? What I'm picking. That's what I'm picking. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the Grateful Dead. Have you been listening to them more often? That's what we opened the show up with tonight. And I'm going to guess that's what we're closing the show out with. I don't know. I like Trevor's song. I think we might close it off with that. But anyway... The Working Dead, uh, <clears throat> the Grateful Dead, put out two albums in 1970. One was Working Man's Dead, and the other one was American Beauty. Both good albums. Um, I'd look up, I'd look at the other one too, but this one's um, one of my favorite albums by them. And so, 1970 has a lot of great albums. So I wanted to go with something a little different. So um, my song I'm going to recommend is a uh, Dire Wolf. I'll add that to the playlist. Um, Casey Jones is, an, is a really good song on that, too. Um, and New Speedway Boogie. But, yeah, I've been getting into them a lot lately. They're really good. they got a big catalog. So, I'm not no fucking deadhead. I still take showers. But, you know, I do like some of their music. That's, an, that's what I'll say. That's what I'll say. That's what I've always said, buddy. What, uh... What's our albums for next week? Oh, yeah, let's get a gear going. <laughs> Get a year going. Let's get a Let's year, get a year going, going, boss. Hold on. Please wait. What the fuck? Okay. So, Trevor, you got 2011. Fuck yeah. Let's go. I got the year 1976. And Jared, you got the year 2005. Fuck me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before you stab me. Before you stab me. Oh my god. I fucked over. I'm fucked getting over. fucked over here, man. Literally <laughs> and figuratively. This is bullshit. Yeah, stabbers. I yeah, hate 2005. I wasn't even 10 years old yet. This is kind of like... It should be like illegal for me to even be able to do this. <laughs> I shouldn't be allowed to do this. I'm a minor. I was a minor when this year happened. There's some good things that came out that year. I'm looking at Kanye up. came out with an album that year. Oh, boy. One of his oh boy. really well-known ones. The Gorillas put out a good album that mm-hmm. year. Oh, Fifty Cent. The Massacre came out in 2005. Lullabies to Paralyze, Queens of the Stone Age. Mesmerized, System of a Down. Francis the Mute, the Mars Volta. That's a good one. Uh, Bruce Springsteen. City of Evil, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, yeah no, that's not bad. Fallout Boy from Under the Cork Tree. It isn't just a bunch of, you know, you know, queer music at that point. So I guess it's, you know... <laughs> It's not too bad. Not too many synthesizers. So, 
stay tuned for Jared's pick. <laughs> Since we just named all of the options. Yep, that's pretty much all of them. I'm just going to have to pick from one of those. But also, don't forget to tune in and keep up with uh, football seasons here. We got a lot of fun. We got We're going to we'll explain our fucking point system next time. We'll explain. We came up with a way to keep points. We're still going to make a few tweaks here and there, I'm sure. But I think we came up with a good system to tally up who can win the most points between me, Trevor, and my dad. We need to come up with a prize for the end of the year. I think y'all need to put all put money in and buy something. And whoever wins I want that gets cash. It. I want I want oh, them to, I want my father and Trevor to hand me cash. I don't want to you know, I, I want that iPad well, really bad. I don't fucking care. I want cash. Everybody put fifty in. You tell me I gotta wait a whole year to win hundred and fifty dollars? Nah. G bar. G bar. G bar. Thousand dollars. Uh where are you getting that? I'm gonna put in overtime at work, I guess. Mm. <laughs> so I can you better hope you win. I don't know. We need to come up with something to make it interesting. Since we're not gonna bet money every week, which that would just be crazy. And that would ruin our crazy. friendship, I think. But anyway, that's gonna do it for us here tonight, everybody. It was a good episode. Um don't forget to like, share, subscribe, follow the podcast. Kevin Nash, be on the fucking podcast. You son tweet of a bitch. him again. You should be tweeting him daily. I did. I saw you tweet at Co Wetzelmore to play that I terrible song night. that you did. Kevin Nash to get on our show. <laughs> First of all, Harold's all high, boy. Anyway, it's not even on the same album. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. All right, all I know is he sounds like a German, and I don't like him. Shut anyway, the fuck up. We're gonna close out tonight on Trevor's song of the week. Thank you for listening, everybody. Till next time. This has been the War Room. Good night. Thank yo. you for your patronage. Lightning, heavy metal thunder, racing with.